Chipper is here, as always, on a Monday. Mr. Scoggins, the outstanding Star Tribune columnist, is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Chipper, always a pleasure. Earlier in the show, a lot of texts. I asked people when they gave up on the purple. So I'm going to phrase it a little bit differently to you. As you're covering this game, and it's it's now into the second half, at what point did you think, is it possible that they can come back and win this game? I got to be honest with you, Chad. After they came out and started three and out, I thought that was probably done. I felt like they were yeah. – I, I wasn't sure there were going to be enough possessions, to be honest with you. But I will say it was the next possession on first down, number 54, I can't pronounce his name, through it was either Dalvin or Madison for a five-yard loss and stood over him and got the taunting yep. penalty. And I, both Mark Craig and my colleague was sitting next to me. We both looked at each other and said, if this, if they lose this game, mark that down. Because that felt like every comeback like that, no matter how big, there needs to be a crack, right, that opens up to kind of let them get some momentum. And it felt like if that player had not done that, it was second and 15 from deep in their end zone, they're probably going to have to punt again. Then I think they're that would have probably done it because they're just not going to get enough possessions. But they go down and score on that. It, instead of it being second and 15, it was first and – 10 from like the 40 and they go down and score. But I think, um, I don't know the exact, that's where I felt like, yeah, you know, they're going to, this Colts offense is not going to do anything. They're terrible. But probably when it, at the end of the third quarter, going to the fourth, when I think they were down 16, 15. You're thinking, yeah, when it was 36, 21, that's when I kind of yeah. thought, now wait, Wait a second. Yeah. What exactly is yeah. going on now? Cause I'm, I mentioned this earlier. I had to pick up Mike, son number four, and we're listening a little bit, and then we even picked up Subway, and I'm like, you know, now wait a second. Now it's now it's they've scored two touchdowns. They're paying a little bit more attention. By the time we got home, I walk in, I see them make it 36-21. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I got yeah. I got to lock back in on this thing. Well, that's what it was because if you start the Colts defense, first I think their front's pretty good. Yeah, they got so loose on the back end. It's like there were three or four plays where. They weren't even around Justin Jefferson. I'm like, what are they doing? And then on offense, again, Mark and I were talking about. It, I was like, you know, Jeff Saturday should not be the head coach. He that thing's a whole joke. That but, won't um, be a problem moving forward. Yeah, he, as we said, he ain't getting a job. Let's save the suspense. But they yeah. were that offense is terrible to begin with, and then they lose yeah. Jonathan Taylor. So they had, I mean, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Love him, but that, that thing's done. Um, you could tell they took the air out of it. I mean, they're like, let's just run it and punt, run it and punt, and hope the the clock. And you cannot do that. Yeah, that's always a recipe for disaster. And I kept thinking, you Justin Jefferson against a defense that's getting really loose and an offense that can't score. So there might be enough time here. I felt like they needed a a fumble return or pick six to help them out, but they didn't. They they did they have something like eleven possessions? <laughs> it was unbelievable. The second half, it was unbelievable. Yeah, how many the possessions? Second half. Were went on forever. Let me just push back yeah. a little bit. I I can see even veteran coaches though saying sure we're going to be really limited in in our throws because the Vikings in the first half I think played the worst half of football in the <laughs> franchise's history. 
And by the way, the Colts had to settle for field goal after field goal. The lead easily, Chip, could have been bigger if they could have finished off some drives. Although if I heard about Ben, but don't break on TV one more time, I might have broken my TV. (laughs) It was an epic clown show. So I kind of get, whether it's Saturday or God knows, I have no idea the offense coordinators, maybe it's the ghost of Johnny Unitas saying, (laughs) let's not do anything stupid to give the Vikings any hope about this game. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of coaches would have done that because, as I was saying, you just don't feel like you have enough possessions uh, no. to make up that kind of ground. And so, the one area where you could they could make it up quick is if you have a pick six or you know do something mm-hmm. down there where that yes. gives them a, a quick touchdown. But it just felt like they took their foot off the gas way too much, um, and, and really, and it's a bad offense. Begin, it might be the worst offense. In, in, I mean, they were next to last yes. in scoring coming in. They had nobody. So they, yeah, they, and, and they lost their best player. And so um, they really didn't have a whole lot there to begin with. And then, But it was clear they were just trying to milk that clock. As, I mean, we were watching it. They, they took the play clock down to, you know, every play. But um, it still didn't work because – and on top of that, they gave some – they had some really dumb penalties that gave 15 yards to help the Vikings there. So uh, it was just a combination of, of, you know, it was an all-time choke job, and there's no other way to say it. It is. And and for Matt Ryan, who may end up in the Hall of Fame, I said it's the first sentence. It's Matt Ryan, comma, who lost the Super Bowl up 28-3, who lost an NFL game 33-0 is in the Hall of Fame. So let's get to part of what you wrote about because we got a lot of topics here on the on the game. Yeah. The officials, and I tweeted out the first one involving Sullivan when it was 23-zip, and that's the forward progress one, which was a terrible yeah. call. Yep. Not as bad as the other one where the guy just fumbles <laughs> and they could have li- kept it going. I, I, tw- I tweeted out, if my father was still around <laughs> – he would have blamed the whole thing on the officials, even though they're losing 23-7. to I now think they win the game, and he still leads with blaming the officials. But just to, to add to how bizarre it is, they had two touchdowns taken away from him. Well, that's what we were talking about in the, in the press uh, in the press box up there. That's why I said that exactly. I said, Sid would be banging on that door. He would yes. be banging on those guys' door. He would kick in their door. And, yep. I, you know, I was the uh, – because the strip, we have the, the most bodies there of, of the other yeah. outlets. So I, I uh, offered to do the pool report and talk to the officials, which for people who don't know, if there's a controversial call, uh, the home team, the home media base provides a pool reporter and you interview the uh, – with the NFL, they set it up, you interview the official. This time they had Walt Anderson, the senior vice president, because they had a, a uh, the overturn on the replay. He was on the call too, but um, – I, I have never written about officiating in my 30 years of sports writing, but bravo. Those, but but, but that felt like that was such a big part of the Had narrative. To. Yeah, I, it was unavoidable. I was like, this can't be just like a note. I mean, this is something everybody's talking about, and I, you know, some people said they felt like the first one's debatable. I don't. I thought it was egregious. I don't. I mean, he was fighting <laughs> yards. That was yes. especially the one. The thing I don't get, Chad, is we see it all the time, like with running backs pushing a pile and they'll stop and then they put, you know. They let that go on forever. This one was the fastest whistle I think I've ever seen. He was still fighting for yards, but the in the second one, 
how they ruled him down by contact. They didn't rule the fumble. They just ruled him down by contact. Yeah. Sir. Were they not watching the play? I, I don't. I don't understand how they how they missed that one and to have fourteen points taken away and and that second one. It was, Chad, it was so loud in there, and I don't know if the TV caught the the sideline and all the antics going on with the Vikings. But yeah, oh, they did. Talk about yeah, losing he was your completely Sullivan. It was yeah, it was yeah. He totally lost it, you know. Yeah. Um, and again. That could have hurt him even more, but they still won. Okay, let's pause, come back. A little more on the game. And also, by the way, what does this mean for the rest of the regular season about this team? What does this mean for the playoffs? And did we learn anything at all about the Vikings defense? Plus, a little bit on the World Cup before our guy Chip Scoggins heads on with the rest of his day. We're going to make this a short pause, come back. Chip Scoggins from the Star Tribune is with us here on CCO. Charlie's saying, hey, it's the second day of Hanukkah. We'll play uh, singers with a uh, Jewish background. I think Neil certainly works. It's 22 past two. Chip Scoggins back with us on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. Okay, so let's talk the defense and this new approach. Alec Lewis from The Athletic had a note, Chipper, that they blitzed. 57% of the time in the second half, okay? And Mm -hmm. a little over 40% for the game. I don't think I've learned anything different about this defense because it was just such a weird game. Yeah, The Colts are dreadful. And, by the way, when it was the first half, did I think their defense was any different? I really didn't. You know, the first half was well. The whole game was so weird and just yep. out, you know, outer space stuff that I don't know if we could uh, make yep. too many right. conclusions. But I'll say this: uh, I do think Donatel listened to his boss, <laughs> Kevin O'Connell, and his players in talking idea. about um, being more aggressive because we saw them play more man. We saw them play press coverage more um, and not just sit back in that zone. Now was that circumstance uh, because of the opponent or is that him saying, you know what, I better be more aggressive here because uh, the other, the other way wasn't working. So I'm, that's what I'm as much as anything from this game carrying forward. I want to see if that was a outlier or if that was really Donatel saying, you know what, I am going to blitz more. I am going to play more sprinkle in more man coverage and not just always sit back in that zone going forward because, uh, his, his, you know, O'Connell clearly wants that. He was forceful in how he said mm-hmm. it yeah. multiple times last week. So I think we're going to see more of that. Um, can he be good at it? That's the question. But, um, you know, in the chaos of everything that happened, uh, Chad, their defense wasn't that bad. Their defense wasn't, a, you know, again, you're facing one of the worst offenses. It's just offenses hard to judge NFL, that team, but right? But it's hard yeah. to judge, yeah, because of, of how that game played out. So I want to yeah. see more from that. And you know what? The quarterback, man, he's playing at his mm. best in his career. I mean, he's just been terrific. And, and no I doubt. Think can't be overlooked. He's been so good. 400 plus yards in the second half. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Jalen Rieger screwed him out of more when he just stopped. And I, I mean, I have no idea what he was doing on that route. 
No, the one where he stopped on the over route there, I, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, I don't – I haven't heard this. Cousins hasn't done anything. I, he's not probably going to come out and say it. I think the pick six might have been on Rager, too. Um, I do, too. On, I agree 100%. On Cousins, Cousins' reaction, I think Rager yep. was supposed to be in a different spot there, and he threw it outside instead of the inside. Um, I think so, he's just but, supposed to settle in the spot he is, Chip. And I yeah. think even – I think it was clear he was pointing that out. Yeah. I forget who – Cousins first interacted with coming off maybe it was KOC. I think they were nodding like they knew. Yeah. Guess what? This it is what a, Rieger does. That's why we got him from Philly. Yeah, like yeah, you, you made the right read. Uh, the guy who who's a backup, you know, who's only in there because yep. uh, Jefferson took it. Which I, I just saw the press conference, you know, before we came on here. Sounds like the Vikings are concerned about some of these shots that Jefferson are yep. taking and being uh, right. like. He's being singled out by defenders to take uh, get a free shot at, so it'd be interesting to see how that goes forward. So I sleep in a little bit yesterday. I I click on the World Cup final. They are seventy minutes in, and uh, I'm getting strange World Cup uh, text from Carter, and <laughs> and I'm watching, and Argentina's in control, and then all of a sudden. Mbappe for France shows he's maybe the greatest player on the planet right now. Yeah. And I am so far down the list of candidates for Mr. Soccer in <laughs> hell. In my house, I'm down the list. I In Plymouth, I'm down the list. But yeah. I'm telling you, you know the two of us both love sports and drama. Yeah. That is way up on the list for me because you have this historic mythic figure in Messi who hasn't yeah. won – what he needs to win to to be have that debate with Pelé yes. and Maradona. Then you have and bye bye who's having who who as a kid won it in eighteen. Now he's got a hat trick. I know. And they're going mano a mano and it made me think of what's that like? A guy near the end versus a guy who's on the rise, and they're both in the end going to be mythic figures. I kind of thought of two came to mind: Brady versus Mahomes a couple of years ago, yeah, and then maybe Duncan and LeBron. Because like somebody saying Bird Magic, but Bird and Magic were both yeah. at their peak. And then we had we had a lot of Super Bowls with quarterbacks who are mythic, but not many were both played brilliantly like those two stars did yesterday. Well, that's it. Where it's almost like. <laughs> It almost felt like a uh, one-on-one match between those yeah. two to see who's right. And I, I like I did the same thing as you did. I, I turned it on and Argentina's up two zero, and I'm like, ah, this is going to be a route. And I was trying to get out of my sports bubble. Uh, my wife had bought tickets to Les, uh, Les Miserables. Yeah, <laughs> and so we're going there. The time we have to leave, it's going into the first fifteen minute extra session. And I'm like. <laughs> Can I get away with this? As much sports as I cover, say, uh, yes. let's eat those tickets and sit home and watch sports. So, no, I get in the car, we're doing it. So our son is home, and, you know, both my son at college is texting us. He's texting us. I was going to the second 50. Now they're going to PKs, and I'm just like, I'm being the good husband. <laughs> doing the best. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, you, made, was, you made the right call. And yeah, we can add this brilliant. again, and we're far from the first people. There's no way this championship should be decided on such a gimmick. I mean, no, I don't care I if they have to play 20 more minutes. I mean, it's more of a gimmick than the shootout is. You just have to guess yeah. which well, way and Chad, then get lucky. 
Yeah, at the at the last Winter Olympics, I covered the the women's final between uh, Canada and, and U.S. women for the uh, hockey uh, gold medal. Yep. Thrilling, great competition, action. Okay, now we're going on penalty shots. It's like what? Yes. <laughs> we're going to settle this by penalty shots? Yeah, just keep no playing. Way. Why why don't keep, they do sudden death in those first fifteen? Yeah, that's what I uh, you know when Argentina scores when when Messi scores again. I said 95% of the audience of the non-soccer fans watching are like, why aren't they celebrating even more, right? Because yeah. why isn't this I over? But they go, they, go for the, they go for the 30 minutes. So I raised this on Twitter. And, and let's bat this around for a couple minutes, and then I'll let you go. What is the American comparable celebration of what is going on in Argentina? And is oh, the yeah. answer... Nothing. Is it possible <laughs> that we don't have if we like it would don't come at me with hockey because hockey in most of the country still it's better than it was in nineteen eighty. Yeah. But it's still regional. Basketball they win all the time, you know, yeah. in the Olympics. I don't I mean Did World you see those Cup videos, the drone videos. Oh those, amazing those yeah, I would. I want to be there today. Um, yes. Like you know, and never going to happen. Probably. Well, let's say the U.S. wins the World Cup in, in soccer, which is never. I know it's laughable, but it has to be something where you're such an underdog, right? Like this momentous uh, upset. Because you're right. If you're heavily favored, you're not gonna. It's not gonna draw that kind of. Although, right? you know, like they came in, I think, as the third or fourth in, in, in the pecking order. It's just, it's the love. And then you also probably it's need this unbelievable figure like Messi in it to be their sport. The and our sport one. is yeah. football. It, you know, re, the other football. We're not going to play Argentina and have Pat Mahomes as our quarterback <laughs> and you know, celebrate. <laughs> I, I think the answer is nothing. I don't think yeah, do we, we have something like that. No, because you have to love a sport the way they do, and clearly we do the NFL. Yeah. But what you know, what it's not going to be the you know um, you're probably not going to have that beloved figure there, and there's always going to be division. You know, it's not like for the country; it's like you know, who's, yeah. it, there's teams. So I, I, I saw I, before we came on here, I saw the drone video of uh, I assume it's still the celebration there. I can't even imagine how many people that is gathered there. It, it looks I, like so listen, much fun. If you go bring a ticket, I'll pay. I'd love, love, love to be there. I mean, now, there what, were some... at MSP. We'll fly today, me and you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we consider what the weather's like right now. We better start driving for like a midnight flight. We'll still be sitting at the, at the airport bar at midnight. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound that bad either. Although right. you have to get to the airport like four hours before your flight. So we're out, you don't want to travel we're out there. Yeah. Now, now, the cheap shot it would be one Twins playoff victory. Maybe Minnesota would celebrate like this. <laughs> they beat the Yankees in one game. That's what it is. Yeah. Exactly. All right, brother. I always love the chats. Have a great day. All right, brother. We'll see you.